This is the Fox Sports Florida Miami Heat podcast. I'm your host, Siri Fernandez, and with me today is Sun Sentinel reporter Shendell Richardson. How's it going, man? Pretty good, man. All right, I was just interested in hearing your perspective on the whole Hassan Whiteside saga because part of me thinks, yeah, there's some genuine concern. And a lot, you know, some of it also is maybe it's a little bit overblown. But well, what's what's your take on it? Uh, I, I'd kind of totally agree with you. I think there is minor concern, but it has been overblown because you got to remember he was here for a couple of months. He had no issues at all. Mm-hmm. I think Dwayne Wade hit it on the nail yesterday when he said after the Celtics game, he said Hassan might have been feeling himself too much. I think he's just having a hard time dealing with the the pressures of being a spotlight NBA player. He's not used to this. He played in Sioux Falls. He's played in obscure places where his name wasn't all over the newspapers and the headlines. So he's kind of just, you know, he just needs to calm down. Once he gets back down to earth, I think he'll be fine. And I don't think there's any Hassan Whiteside issues out there. He's not a he's not a head case. He, he doesn't have a hot temper. He's just a player that kind of wants things too fast, too soon. Once he realizes that it's a process, I think he'll be okay. And, and do you think he has a point? Because, I, I mean, I do see him getting whacked across the head. I mean, it's just, but that just kind of comes with the territory of just being a big guy, somebody that he he says he likes to dunk on people. I mean, right. he's kind of bringing that onto himself a little bit, right? Yeah, yes and no. I think that's the one area I disagree with Hassan. He's been playing basketball his whole life. He's been a big guy his whole life. He should know this by now. That he's going to get fouled. He's right. going to get hacked. Shaquille O'Neal went through it. I mean, we had LeBron James here for four years. LeBron said that repeatedly he was getting hacked. Yeah, he always kept his cool. He always yeah. kept his cool. He never he never ran back and tried to push somebody down or body slam somebody. <laughs> and, and Hassan should know better. I mean, this yeah. shouldn't be an issue with him. I think that's just him kind of trying to backtrack on his, his behavior and everything like that. He knows he gets hit, and I think he's just using that as an excuse right now. Right, and, and we've seen in the past this franchise. I mean, it's not like... They have lots of dirty players, but we've right. seen. Uh, I, I remember Keith Askins, you know, getting into a mm-hmm. huge fight. Uh, PJ Brown um, and, and Alonzo Mourning too with that Larry Johnson fight. But right. you know, they they kind of had to learn their way too. I mean, I, I mean, he has only played so, so many games in the NBA. I mean, this is just part of a learning curve. But but uh, going into maybe the next season, what what do you think his ceiling is with a training camp? With uh, you know, hopefully he settles down and all that. Mm-hmm. What, how 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 far can he this game go? Well, his game can go. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, we've seen the. I mean, he's had twenty point twenty rebound games. I mean, we don't right. see that every day. You know, he, he he's hit. He's had games where he's made jump shots. He has game where he's showed his post moves. He's, he's been the defensive defensive star in games. Mm-hmm. So, the the ceiling. Is, I mean, the sky is the ceiling for this guy. He has a world of talent. I think the more the mental thing is going to be his key. He has to just wait his time. I mean. Eventually, teams are going to adjust to Hassan Whiteside. Right now, he's a new a new product. No one knew about him. He surprised a lot of people. When he comes back next year, he's going to be on that scouting report even more. And now he, he said that the other day. He's still getting used to teams game planning him right. and scouting for him. So he's got a whole another level he has to reach just as far as being that target every day. And once he once he proves he can deal with that, then we can kind of start rating him and see where he's gonna where he's gonna go. Yeah, and and I think the overall picture too uh, with the the Heat next season. Um, you know, they, they, they had the good news that, that Bosch most likely will be joining them. Uh, how do you see that starting five? Uh, and then they have Josh McRoberts, too, right. coming back. Um, how formidable do you think they are in the East? I mean, I think they're going to be a, a great team next year just because this, the, six, the first six guys, I mean, it's going to be an incredible lineup. A lot of teams don't have that when you have that mix of Hall of Fame players, experienced players, championship right. players, young up-and-coming players. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a they got a nice lineup. I mean, Drogic, Wade, Bosch is a great foundation. And I keep forgetting Luau Dang. I mean, right. he's a guy that he was a former All-Star, too, and a lot of people forget about him. So they have a lot of talent. They have that mix of 
proven talent and upcoming talent, which the Heat haven't hasn't had around here in, in a long, long time. So, I mean, I think that this team could definitely be one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. The one thing, the one, the one downside of that is. You got another year of miles on Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I mean, Chris Bosh comes back. I mean, who knows where his head's going to be? He talked to us the other day. He seemed in good spirits. But, I mean, when you have something like that, it's something that's going to linger in, the, in your mind for a while. So it's just a matter of him, if he can kind of take the mental approach and kind of get past that. And, and Dwayne Wade's health is always going to be a concern with this that's team. True. He's a year older. It depends. I mean, Josh McRoberts didn't even get the chance to play with the Heat, so yeah. he's going to be starting all over again. So... There are some factors, but just on paper, I mean, they got to be one of the top teams in the East at least. Yeah, and, and but in the immediate future, um, how do you see this playoff uh, picture shaping up? Uh, do, where do you see the Heat falling into this? Because there's a couple of teams right behind them that right. are that are getting better, like the Pacers. They they got beat by the Celtics uh, in the last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's this gonna? Do you see shaping up? That's a funny question because I followed this team all year and I still don't know what this team is about. I mean, right. Because every day is, is something new. I mean, some guys in, some guys out. Even today, Dwayne Wade might be out tonight. So it's just we don't know. I mean, we we really can't tell until the last day of the season. I think this this is going to come down to the last day and. And it's just a matter if Whiteside can keep his cool long enough, Dwayne stays healthy enough, Dwayne and Goran can keep continuing to mesh a lot. I mean, that's going to be the key to see if this team can do it. If you were to ask me right now, I would say just on the championship makeup, even though there's a little bit, not much championship makeup left, I think they have enough to perhaps catch Charlotte or maybe Indiana. Indiana's getting Paul George back soon. That could be an issue trying to get him acclimated with the lineup. But my gut feeling says the Heat will hold on to the get the A spot and hold on to it. Yeah, and I agree with you because every single time they they seem to have um, maybe not an important victory, but something they seem like they're turning the corner. There's always something else that's coming up yeah. right behind them. Do you see anything else besides you know this constant problem with health? Do you see any other issues that would prevent them from getting at least the eighth seed? No, 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 no issues at all. This team when right. they, when they're healthy, they play well. I mean, and that's that's the bottom line. And, and right. Spolster will tell you. This has been his toughest season just because the 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 consistent inconsistency of this year. I mean, it's been ridiculous. Every time you see they're turning the corner, they win two straight games. Boom, Dwayne's out. They win two more games. Boom, Chris Bosh happened. They signed Dragic. Chris Bosh, I mean, is yeah. injured, you know? So there's they haven't had any chance to put any continuity together. I mean, it's never been a week of consistency, and it's always been something just up and down the entire year. And that's why I said I don't know what this team is capable of right now just because we haven't seen them long enough. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time you saw this team together for two weeks? Yeah. Probably <laughs> never. Like, never. So it's just kind of – it's been a ridiculous season from that standpoint. So you don't know what you have with the Miami Heat right now. Yeah. And um, speaking of Dragic, you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel that acquisition is, is playing out? Do you think that they gave up too much for him? Um, I wouldn't say gave up too much because it's still too early to tell if right. he's, if his value is worth it. If Chris Bosh were here and we could see this team playing, yeah. then we kind of judge it right now. But even Goran's had his own injury problems, so it's just kind of – that's going to be one of those wait-and-see moments. But first we have to see if he's going to stick around. He said the other day that he plans on staying here for a couple of years, and, and that would be key. But it's really hard to judge that right now. Him and Dwayne are playing great together, and Dwayne said the other day that Goran's playing great defense, which is – a big bonus because we didn't know that about him before he came here. You know, Miami plays, they kind of pride themselves on defense. Yeah. So, um, But right now it's just kind of early to tell if they gave it too much. I mean, if he comes in, comes in next year and he's an all-star player, it was a great deal. If he comes out and he struggles next year, then you kind of look at that and see kind of
kind of question that a little bit. Yeah, and they have, you know, they have a nice little young core mm-hmm. uh, that's developing. Uh, you see Tyler Johnson had a, had a breakout game. Uh, James Ennis has been, you know, it's been pretty steady. Mm-hmm. Shabazz Napier, he's, it's been a little, little bit up and down, but I think that, um, you know, with each game, he's gaining experience. And I think that, you know, if they do make the playoffs, that, that kind of experience for those kind of young guys is, is invaluable. Um, do you see any of those guys making a big step next next year? Uh, I, I really like Shabazz. I mean, I think he's played well. I mean, a lot of people are going to say he hasn't had a great rookie season, but, I mean, there were stretches in December where he was playing lights out. Right. How many NBA point guards have great, yeah. you know, careers in the very beginning? Not, you know? not, yeah. not many, but, I mean, Shabazz has been solid this year. He's had his moments. He, he, he kind of got down when he got sent to the D-League a couple of times. He's not used to that. And I think that was just to kind of humble him and get him kind of, you know, on that page, on the same page with the coaching staff. But he's been solid. His defense has kind of been lacking. But other than that, I mean, I think he's had a had a decent rookie year, and he could take that next up. He's not going to unseat Drogic as the starting point guard, but he could be a great option off the bench, and that's what the Heat really need. Um, you know, as far as tactically goes, uh, is there anything more that Spolstra can do to get the most out of this team? Sometimes mm-hmm. they, they do look a little lost, but I don't know if that's also because – you know, so many players have been in and out right. of lineups. I mean, I, I, I can't fault him too much, obviously, but, I mean, is there anything else that they could do to, to, to maintain a little bit more consistency? I mean, pray for more better health. Right, I mean, that's the right. only thing. I mean, you really – I mean, Spolster gets a mulligan this year just because, I mean, he's went through everything, and it's been a very, very tough season. I mean, I mean, guys come in – I mean, it's been – it's been tough for me writing about it because it's like, wow, this team is going to yeah. go through all this every day. Every, I mean, yeah, you really – I mean, I don't know what else he can do. We've asked him this several times, and he just says, I just need my guys healthy, yeah. and then I'm not mixing and matching. I'm not going to the D-League. I mean, I'm not signing guys a 10-day contracts. I'm not getting Michael Beasley from China. I mean, it's really been a, a trying year for him, and he's done the best he can. I mean, to have this team in playoff contention is a victory in itself. Yeah. And um, they have a little bit of roster flexibility with, with Walker and Beasley now on their second 10-day contracts. Mm-hmm. Do you see them making a, a different move to go to the roster? Because, you know, sometimes they, they really don't have much size. And yeah. now with Whiteside uh, suspended, um, but even still, sometimes he has foul trouble. You know, Birdman can only do so much as well. And then you see, like, Beasley playing the five. Right. I mean, should they go out and maybe try to upgrade and get a little more size? Right now, I think you can't do that because it's so late in the year. I mean, we've seen the Heat sign guys this late. I mean, Turioff and Bibby, and, and those yeah. guys didn't work out on, on far better teams, you know? Right. You just got to play with what you got. I mean, these guys, they're trying to still get it together, and then you bring somebody else in, and the process starts all over again. Bottom line is they're going to have to talk to Whiteside about, hey, we need you on the court. You can't get in foul trouble. You definitely can't get ejected from games. And if they do that, I mean, they're fine. I mean, they got Whiteside, they got Chris Anderson. If they have to go to Udonis Haslam, mm-hmm. even Michael Beasley at the five, so be it. But bringing in a new guy, it just starts the process all over again. And I wouldn't be a, be a big fan of that. And um, speaking of, uh, in, of Wade, um, we've seen him, you know, kind of not shooting very well after he got back from the mm-hmm. All-Star but, but these last few games that he has played, he's been playing very well. Uh, last game, obviously, you know, it was kind of a waste of, of his right. performance. Uh, can he sustain this, or is there any worry that maybe they should uh, rest him? Uh, you know, today he, he didn't go to shoot around. Um, should they kind of put him on a, on a mini maintenance program? I mean, you run a very risk. You run the risk of not making a playoffs right. if you take him out. I mean, this isn't like LeBron. LeBron James isn't here to let Dwayne sit out. He has yeah. to play. So, I mean, I think Dwayne will tell you he took the game off in Washington. He was trying to just squeeze that in there. Maybe he'll get one more game, or but you can't. You can't go into this thinking Dwayne's going to sit. I mean, he knows he has to play. 
he should be equipped for this. He's ready. He's discovered his mid-range game again, which is kind of takes – every time he makes a mid-range jumper, it saves him a quarter because he's not going to the basket the entire mm-hmm. time. So the more he can play on the perimeter and be effective like he did against Boston, I think he'll be okay. He's just got to continue making those shots, yeah. and that, that's going to be the key. But, no, he, he can't have any more maintenance games. I, I mean, I'll give him one more maintenance game than the <laughs> remainder, yeah. but he can't have any more of those, not many of them. Yeah, um, last question. Uh, how how would you imagine this team if they were fully healthy? I know it's hard because that opening day roster. I mean, mm-hmm. there's only maybe like half of those players left. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you have imagined this this Heat team finishing? Uh, because we we didn't know how good the Hawks were going to be. Right. Uh, the Raptors were also you know been surprising. Even the Bucks have been a, a very surprising mm-hmm. team. Uh, how how would you have imagined this team finishing from this beginning of the season with the opening day roster? Yeah. Um, Again, that's hard to tell because we didn't see them, but they did look good that first those first three games. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we did, did see a different Miami Heat team. Chris Bosh was very aggressive. Dwayne was very aggressive. I mean, McRoberts would have been the key once he got yeah. involved in the offense. He was he became there like Chris Bosh of old. He was a facilitator. He mm-hmm. kind of ran the offense. That would have helped them out a lot, getting the ball, getting everybody involved. I could have seen them finishing at least in the top five. It would have been less up and down if this team would have stayed together because they would they would probably be a lot more used to each other. You wouldn't yeah. have to deal with the guys coming in and out. So, I mean, if they finished below five, I would have been disappointed. But I think that team would have definitely been definitely been a playoff team. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. thanks again for, for taking some time to, to talk with us, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we can do it again okay. in the future. All right. No problem, man. All right. Thanks. Yep.